A week or so ago, we had the privilege of chatting to Mtokozisi Mapumulo, a visually impaired athlete from Amanzimtoti, who does not allow his challenges to overshadow his dreams. We spoke about his sporting achievements, but did not really dwell on life without sight. With us today is Des Parmesoir from the KwaZulu-Natal Society for the Blind, who will help us understand the world of visually impaired people a little better, more specifically under our current circumstances. Hi T, hi Chatsafaya listeners. Des, I believe this organization was established a very long time ago. Tell us a bit about the history of the society. The KZN Society for the Blind was established a very long time ago. We've actually crossed our 100-year mark. We've been established on the 31st of August 1918 by John Edward Palmer. The organization, which was then called the Blind Fund Organization, has evolved into a dynamic organization offering a multidisciplinary approach towards access to human rights-related services for blind and partially sighted people of KwaZulu-Natal. The KwaZulu-Natal Society for the Blind has many facets of, of service delivery, and some of them are early childhood development, skills development, which include computer training, braille and cane weaving, orientation and mobility, which is actually navigation skills using the white cane, providing optometric clinic in partnership with Brian Alden, providing residential facilities for blind and partially sighted persons, ensuring access to quality rehabilitation services for the visually impaired, economic empowerment and business development skills. The organization has a broad institutional mandate for programming and operationalization. The organization endeavors to promote blindness and cross-disability interventions throughout KwaZulu-Natal. It's actually an incredibly diverse amount of work that you have to coordinate. But before we delve deeper into the work of the society, tell us a little more about yourself, Des. How did you get involved at the society and what are your own specific responsibilities? I was born with a visual impairment with a disease called retinitis pigmentosa, which is a progressive disease. I had fairly good sight when I was younger, but as time passed, I became totally blind eventually. I went to a school for the blind in Peter Marisburg where I matriculated. And in 2005, I joined the KZN Society for the Blind as a Braille instructor. I quickly climbed the ladder and became responsible for training and development of other visually impaired persons. Presently, I am the training coordinator at the Society, and some of my responsibilities include the teaching of Braille, uh, which is the method of reading and writing for visually impaired people, various short courses in the skills of daily living, including cooking, ironing, your daily skills that you do, even your hobbies such as knitting, candle making, 
any short courses. The other responsibility is trying to secure learnership, supervising the staff in the training center, and transcribing written material into Braille for businesses and individuals. These are just some of the responsibilities that I undertake presently. I think it's more than just some that you have to deal with on a daily basis. Well done. Des, what are some of the challenges that visually impaired people are experiencing and how can it be solved? I'm going to outline a few of the challenges, but always remember life is a big challenge. Uh, let's go through it individually. One is the dependence on the sense of touch. Remember visually impaired People cannot see. And even if they, some of them can see, it is not 100%. So we are very, very dependent on our sense of touch. And that is why we have to ensure that both the guide and the visually impaired must always be using their mask and their gloves. Two social distancing, when walking with a guide, instead of bending your arm at the elbow when holding onto the guide, stretch your arm to full length and walk slightly behind. Three, when shopping in large supermarkets, the guide will walk in front of the trolley and the visually impaired person will be at the handle. The guide will direct the trolley and the visually impaired person will find it very much easier to follow. Or, if no guide, ask for assistance from staff of the store instead of touching different objects on the shelf. You don't know whether somebody who hasn't been wearing their gloves have been touching it and if they are COVID-19 positive. Five, Sanitize even when using gloves. This will actually assist us in spreading the disease to others. Six, always keep wet wipes or hand sanitizers handy. It doesn't have to be an expensive one. Even homemade sanitizers are equally sufficient. And a simple recipe is actually one liter of water with three caps of Dettol. Oh, that's very interesting. Seven, visually impaired persons bump onto various objects or people when walking. When you return home, ensure that you wash your clothes before storing them into cupboards, and this should be done immediately after returning home. Eight, when someone visits a home of a visually impaired do not fidget with everything you see, especially if your hands are not sanitized. Nine, homes are confined spaces and social distancing is difficult. Do not over overcrowd rooms. Ten, when at banks or cashiers, there's always the exchanging of money. It is the responsibility of the visually impaired person to ensure they are wearing their gloves. And let me give you a very good example, T, of what happened to me. 
I went to a food outlet over the weekend. And because I cannot see, I did not know she was wearing, not wearing her gloves. And oh, she exchanged change with me. And that was really bad because forget about me, what about other people? We're exchanging money and, and as you know, the virus sticks onto the metal and I'm talking about the coins. Mm. And it's a terrible thing and someone else had to tell me that she's not wearing her gloves. The lucky thing was I was wearing mine. So the vigilance must be there at all times. Yeah, I think it is the responsibility of every individual, you know, especially when you can't see what the other person is doing, is to ensure that you are in the safer side. That's good advice for everyone. <laughs> you know, yeah, not just for um, the visually impaired. Yeah, we mustn't take life for granted. Eleven, planning your day. Plan your day and activities. If you uh, need to do something and get something done, try to do it all on one day. You know, you won't be leaving your home often. You leave it less frequently and you won't be putting yourself into any danger. Twelve, safety first. Secret codes. It is your right to keep your own code with you, especially your bank code. Do not trust your family or friends. Remember that anybody could steal from you. Do not reveal your bank codes to anyone. Try to do this yourself. Thirteen, speaking to visually impaired person, speak to them directly, especially when using masks, as the voice is often muffled and listening is difficult. And number fourteen, which I think to me is the most important challenge not just as a visually impaired person but as a fellow human being remember that the visually impaired persons are human beings do not treat them like animals or criminals it is not their fault the way they are all people have their own challenges treat them with respect and dignity just the way you would like to be treated Des, thank you for reminding us of those important points, um, not only just for the visually impaired in the things that they need to remember, but also for us as sighted people that we will uh, you know, remind ourselves of the challenges that you face. Um, what is your role or the role of the organization and the staff at the society in relation to the COVID-19 pandemic? How do you assist? The role of the staff and the organization is mainly to educate visually impaired people across KZN on how to deal with the virus, how to be responsible, you know, in taking care of yourself. And it's also to educate the public, whether it's the community at large or whether it's people at hospitals and, 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 and shopping malls and whatever, how to deal with visually impaired people. Because even though we go to hospitals, let me tell you, as educated in the field that we are, we sometimes don't know how to deal with different disabilities. And we are more scared that if we do something, we're going to be doing it wrong rather than actually helping somebody. So it is the responsibility of the society 
to ensure that they educate people on how to deal with the visually impaired. And this cannot be done on a, you know, where we go and do lectures or something on a one-to-one basis, but rather through the media, whether it's through the newspapers, whether it's through radio stations, whether it's online, or even on TV. How we, even through emails, we will communicate with the different organizations and, and, and business enterprises on how to deal with visually impaired people. In, in, in relation to the COVID-19. It's absolutely true what you say. You know, I mean, we don't learn at school. There's no class that says, right, we're going to learn today how to treat people with different abilities from ourselves. Um, and it often leads to this insecurity and awkwardness, doesn't it, where you don't know exactly how to approach a person. And so sometimes you just really get it terribly wrong. So I'm glad that Chat Sapphire in a small way can help you to get your message out there. Um, Des, I hope it helps. I just want to say in closing, you know, our society is appealing to the public at large, even to the businesses, whether it's private or public, uh, in the public sectors, to assist us with donations in cash or in the form of food hampers or other things. You know, anything, even if it, no matter how small it is, actually would help somebody who is in dire need. And and, and, and I, can, I, can I furnish you with our contact details? You're very welcome. Our telephone number is 031-8181-00. Our email address is training at kznblind.org.za. Our website address is www dot kznblind.org.za Our Facebook address is KwaZulu Natal Society for the Blind. That was Des from KwaZulu Natal Society for the Blind. If anyone listening wishes to support their work or are in need of their services, they can be reached, as Des said, at 031-818-1100. Chat Sapphire will also make sure that we put their contact details on our website and you'll be able to find it there. Thank you, Des. We wish you and your team all the best with your endeavours. Thank you, T, and thank you, listeners. And remember that we are at your service as well.